Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Life in Business. I am your host, Libby Langley. Oh my goodness me, today I'm going to talk to you about something so super sexy, it's going to blow your mind. We're going to talk numbers. (laughs) We're going to talk numbers, we're going to talk data, we're going to talk facts. Because I firmly believe that the more facts, statistics, data, whatever you want to call it, you have behind you in your business, the more successful you're going to be. And you might not think that that's kind of all that sexy. You might not know how to kind of look at your numbers and you might not be interested in numbers and data and all of that. But honestly, trust me, if you know some of the basics, absolutely, you know, kind of without even thinking about it for your business, you're going to be a better business owner and you're going to be able to make better business decisions. And that's what this is all about, right? This is all about you being the best possible business owner that you can be. And, you know, making money, right? You know, I mean, that's why that's why we're, we're doing this. It's not to say that you're, you know, super motivated by money necessarily or, I don't know, driven like some one on Wall Street in the 80s or whatever. But it, you, you need to earn money. You know, everybody needs to earn money to pay the mortgage, pay the bills, do the nice stuff, go on holidays and all of that. And the easy option is to get a job for sure, right? I mean, it comes with all sorts of challenges and all sorts of frustrations and difficulties. But at the end of the month, you get paid yeah? You get paid, you get a pension contribution, you get paid annual leave, you get paid sick pay, you might get benefits such as healthcare, private healthcare, and who knows what, I don't know, gym memberships, all sorts of things. So being self-employed, having your own business isn't the easy option. I think it's the fun option and it gets easier, right? But And stuff like knowing your numbers make it easier for sure. But you have to put in the time, energy and effort to learn all this stuff. And that's why I am here. And when I work with my clients, I work one-to-one with people, um, helping them to be better business owners, helping to kind of cut through all the, oh, you know, all the nonsense that's floating around there and just give you the stuff that you need. It's utterly no fluff, no frills, the work that I do. And it's just, this is the stuff you need to know, get better at this, you will make more money, you will be happier, you will have more time to yourself. So that's, that's how I work with people. And one of the very, very first things that I do with almost every client is have this conversation I'm going to have with you today is to talk about numbers. Because it's really, really difficult, you know, impossible, really, for me to help anyone to take steps towards their goal without knowing where they are now, right? It's like, oh, it's like the time I ran a marathon. Okay. So, um, not a runner, don't like running, not a natural athlete, don't like sport, don't like getting hot and sweaty. But I was doing park run 
Uh, I started doing parkrun, which is 5K free run every Saturday morning around various parks um, in the UK and across the world. And I started doing that because some friends were doing it. And somebody said, oh, I'm going to run the Paris Marathon. This was October. I'm going to run the Paris Marathon in April. Um, Her and two others. Her and another, sorry, I would be the third. And I'm like... Yes, that sounds like a good idea. So, you know, if you want any ADHD impulsivity, there's an example for you. So I immediately signed up and I do see things through when I commit to them, right? Absolutely. And so I started training. It took over my life. The two others dropped out. So I was doing it on my own. I couldn't do it on my own. And sure enough, I did it. And the thing is, in a marathon just as an aside, it doesn't matter if you do it in two hours and one minute or whatever the world record is, or the slowest people at the London Marathon who are in fancy dress and it takes them four days, you just get the same medal, right? So it doesn't matter. But the point is that in order to be able to do that marathon, I needed to know my starting point. And my starting point was I could do 5k, or I just started to do 5k. I could do 5k without stopping. And So I knew I needed a plan, right? I needed a training plan and I needed to know how I could increase my distance, not about speed, (laughs) it's about distance and time on feet, but I needed to know how I could do that. And so I knew what my starting point was, absolutely, 5K was all right. Not easy, but all right. And the end point was 42 point whatever kilometres a marathon is, 26, 26 miles. That's quite a jump, right? But I did it. And without knowing that starting point, I couldn't have done it because I could have just woken up in January and said, mm, yeah, let's go run a marathon. And, um, you know, done kind of three weeks of half-hour training and, and off I went. But it, it doesn't really work like that. And it doesn't work like that in business. You know, I tell you that to kind of put it into language and... and uh, a kind of example that you will understand, everybody understands. Everybody knows that you can't get up and run a marathon with no, with zero training and zero prep. And yet we get disappointed if we haven't achieved our business goals. And it's like, well, why would you achieve your business goals? Because you didn't have a clear starting point. You didn't have a step-by-step action plan to get there. And you didn't know some of the basic, the basic data, which is the numbers, right? So profit margin. Well, first of all, let me just talk about the difference between turnover and profit. And I've done, um, I've talked about this in previous podcasts before, so it might be interesting for you to go back and listen to those. I'll put a link in the show notes to them. But um, the difference between turnover and profit is that your turnover is basically how many sales you make, how much, you, how much your sales generate. And your profit is what's left after you've had or taken all your costs out. And this is just, this is one of the absolute basics of business, but it's one of the things that people just kind of don't understand. And I mean, why should you, right? We all go into business not knowing anything and we learn we learn an awful lot to start with. But it it's this, this kind of misunderstanding and the disappointment that comes with that is absolutely exacerbated by those people on Instagram, particularly on social media. And they talk about you know, oh, ten, I'm consistent 10k months, 100k months. I'm on my way to a million. And it's like, mm-hmm, that's your turnover. 
Amazing. Good for you. What profit are you making? What cash have you actually got left? And that's what matters. It doesn't matter what your turnover is, really. Um, you know, if you're coming, to, if you're selling your business or uh, it all stuff like this, it's it, or even buying a house. Particularly, there's some things that are kind of looked at in there. But ultimately, all anybody, pretty much including the taxman, cares about is is your profit, is what you've got left, and that's the thing. That if you're not making any profit, you can't pay your mortgage. You can't buy food. You literally cannot eat. Right? If you don't make any profit in your in your business, unless you then go into into business debt, which we don't want to do, we don't want to talk about that. So, the turnover you need more sales, right, to increase your turnover. You need more people buying stuff from you. We understand that, and then you need to look at the costs that you have in your business. And you might think that you don't really have any costs in your business. And you might, you might be a really low cost business, but I bet you that a lot of these people who have consistent 10K months, you know, the, the, you know, you understand who I'm talking about, 100K months, these people who shout about their numbers, their, their seven-figure businesses and all of that, I am damn sure that their costs will be extremely high. And their costs can be all sorts of things, right? Your costs can be from the very, very simple, such as paying for Zoom, right? It's 15 quid a month or whatever it is. That's a cost to your business. And therefore, if you're, if you make, I have to do really simple maths, but if you make £150 a month and your Zoom is £15, that's, like 10% of what you're um of what you're making therefore your profit margin is only 90% so you can only keep the rest of it yeah and then you've got other software subscriptions you know you might pay for email marketing software i pay for convertkit which is absolutely brilliant email marketing software um if you fancy a free trial of that i'll put a link in the show notes to that too actually that could be really useful for you but i pay for convertkit I also pay for my Office 365, so that's another cost. Pay for things like subscriptions that you might have, pay for my accountant, um, a VA, travel, you know, train travel if you or petrol, that's all a business cost. Could be that your car is bought through your, your company too, depending on what your legal setup is for the business. Cost. All of this does mean that you end up paying less tax, right? The more costs you have. But we're sort of not looking at that. We're not looking at it almost from the accounting point of view. We're looking at it from what numbers actually matter and what you need to know, okay? Fees for your bank. There's always, I have a small fee um, per transaction on my business bank account and uh, there are always fees for using Stripe, right? The payment portal that I use for my clients. So there's always bank fees. That comes off. Um, if you have any training, if you go on any courses or any seminars, that's a cost. Uh, you might have a VA. You might have somebody who does some work for you. You might have somebody who edits your podcast like this. You might have had somebody who helps you, you know, subcontracts. You, you pass some work to them uh, to, do, to do on your behalf. It's all costs, right? And very clearly, I'm not saying this from an accounting point of view because there's some things that are tax deductible and some aren't. I'm not going into that. I'm just going into the kind of basic costs of things. 
that affect your profit. And if you have a coach, that is a cost in the business, yeah? And a VA, did I say VA? I don't know if I just said that. But if you have a VA who outsource work to a VA, then again, that's that's a cost. So there's lots and lots of different kinds of costs and lots of things that you might spend in your business, as well as like, I don't know, your paper for your printer and your mobile phone and all that other stuff, right? There's loads of stuff. So that all needs to be included. So your profit is the number of sales you make, 10 grand a month, one grand a month, 100 grand a month, whatever. That's your sales. And then the you minus the costs, all of those costs, which could be £15 a month for Zoom, just only Zoom, or it could be £5,000 a month because you do loads of Facebook ads and you have all sorts of suppliers and stuff helping you. So, you know, your costs are going to vary enormously business to business. And then what's left, that's your profit, Okay. And some businesses will be more profitable than others. Mine, mine runs at a high profit margin. Mine um, currently is sitting at about 80%, but normally it's about 75, 75%. That's kind of the average over the, over the years. So mine is a high profit margin business. So that means if I make £100, £75 of it or so, 75 to £80 on average, is what I can keep, spend, reinvest in the business, whatever. It, it's my money, Right. But if you have a higher cost business, such as if you've got premises, premises, you've got staff, you've got product that you need to buy, that's all going to affect your profit margin. So different industries will have different averages. So just because I tell you what mine is, it doesn't mean that that's what you need to aim for, because it might be that if you've got lots of product um, that you need to buy and you've got premises to to store it in, for example, then 40% or 50% might be a really good profit margin for you, okay? So don't compare. It's to give you an example. But if you're in a coaching, if you're in a coaching or service-based business such as mine, then yeah, absolutely, you can probably be quite a similar a similar profit margin. And I guess, well, yeah, having, having a business where your outgoings are considerably lower, your costs are considerably lower, it ultimately, it ultimately means that you need fewer clients to make more money. You know, it, it just, it just, it just means that, which gives more freedom and flexibility. Certainly, when I had um, back in the early days of my business, so from between what two thousand and early two thousand and thirteen to two thousand and fifteen sixteen, I had staff and I had an office, and the cost for that was a lot. I mean, it was something like 12 grand a month that I needed to bring in just to pay for the office and the staff and and all of that. And that is, you know, that's, that's huge. So my turnover was big, um, was bigger than it is now, was, was big back then, but the profit margin, terrible. One year, my highest turnover year, and I forget which year it was now, but maybe 2014 or something. So, I mean, ages ago, but it's all part of my business learning curve. And one of the reasons I can help you with all of this by sharing my experience, but I think it was 2014. My turnover was multiple six figures and my profit margin was something like minus 3%. It was awful. It was awful. And I learned some really, really valuable lessons back then about profit, about turnover, about <laughs> costs. And I, you know, I made quite a lot of changes. And I, I went through, 
yeah, let's just say I went through the school of hard knocks to kind of to, to learn these lessons that I'm sharing with you today. But I've learned an awful lot over the years, which is why I can speak with some authority on this and know that I can help you to be to be better in the way that you do things. So how does this kind of impact what you're doing, right? So if you can work all that out. You can work out what your profit margin is. That's great. You know, knowing the percentage is brilliant. However, it is only the starting point because ultimately you probably want to grow your business or you want to keep your income the same but work fewer hours, right? That's the, it's, it's one of the two that people will come to me for my help on, for sure. So let's imagine that you want to grow your business. Now, if you want to grow your business, knowing these numbers is essential. And then you can look at kind of like the quick wins, the the, the easier ways to grow what you're doing. And, and it's kind of too... I don't want to oversimplify it because this is quite a complex exercise to go through, but fun. Oh, and so satisfying. Um, but I don't want to, I, I'm just going to kind of oversimplify it a little bit for you because there are two ways that you can grow your business essentially. One is to sell more stuff and one is to reduce your costs. That's, I know you can do both for like the exponential growth curve. Um, but you, there, there's really, it's really simple. There's two ways of doing it. Sell more, spend less. And so you can do that exercise, you know, you can do that exercise and you can, you can make a difference and you will see growth in your business, right? And the other way is, the other kind of objective you might have is to work fewer hours. And that is simple yet complicated in the same way. So let's say you want, you currently work pretty much five days a week, I don't know, six odd hours a day, right? A standard sort of working week. Because I factored in like lunch breaks and all that stuff there, right? <laughs> and say you want to get it down to three days, four hours a week. And this is exactly this is exactly a client that, that came to me. She was not working five days a week, six hours a day. She was working pretty much constantly seven days a week and was kind of like super attached to her phone and her family was moaning at her and all of this. And we worked together for um, a number of months. And at the end of it, she was absolutely able to work school hours three days a week, which gave her the freedom and flexibility to do other stuff, but also to kind of introduce new product projects into her work if she wanted to and all of this. And it was just, it was brilliant. And her income stayed pretty much the same. We didn't go for, the goal wasn't to grow the business in that regard. The goal was to realign her life, which, you know, kind of is the really what it's all about, right? It's the reason that we have our own businesses to have this, this kind of freedom. So if that's your goal, there's more there's more things to, to look at. Yes, you need to look at the costs, for sure. So exactly the same as if you want to grow your, your business, you need to look at your costs and see where you can save money. Because if you save money, you don't need to get as many clients or work as hard because you're not trying, you're not spending as much out. But there are other questions to kind of ask yourself is like, can you, is your business actually going to make any money? Yeah. If you're working as much as you're working, because you need to do that to kind of just keep the turnover ticking over to satisfy the costs, your business isn't making money. So you can't reduce what you're doing because then you won't be able to keep up with the costs and you ultimately will just like lose your house, right? So can you actually make money in your business? And this is a case of looking at your pricing and looking at your expenditure. 
And then what do you need to change in order to be able to kind of really have this cost, um, income cost balanced, yeah? So really it's, is your goal achievable? And for this client that I worked with, the answer was yes, because we we streamlined a lot of things. That was really what we did. We streamlined a lot of processes that she had in her business. And we we stopped her over delivering so we put some really strict boundaries in place she um outsourced more she had a remote team and she outsourced more which freed her up and because the service was much more streamlined the profit was about the same yeah and it just became more of a sustainable business model which was brilliant and she could trust other people and take her foot off the gas a bit, which was great. I had another client who came to me wanting to grow her business, be better at business. And what actually happened, we worked together for three months. And what actually happened at the end of it was that she made a conscious choice to get a job. And whilst it's, you might think, oh, well, you didn't help her to grow your business. It's like, yeah, but she made the conscious choice that was right for her. And the reason that she did that was because one of the first things I said to her, and it's just so hard to say this, but sometimes you've just got to kind of just say it. Um, She was never going to make any money with the business the way it was. Because when we'd done this cost exercise, she was losing money. And her fear was that there was a kind of expected cost for the services that she was offering. She was offering classes to people. There was an expected cost for that, cost limit for that. And if it was more, people wouldn't pay it because there's competition and all of that. And I don't believe that that's necessarily true, right? Because, you know, there are loads of cars on the road. They're all just cars. They all just get you from A to B. But you can buy a banged up old, what, clapped out old banger for like a grand. Or you can spend, I don't know, how much is the most expensive car? <laughs> Some custom-made something is probably over a million. And there's everything in between. So there is a market for everything, okay? So that's an aside, but it's also very true. You can just charge what you want to charge. But she hadn't factored in in her costs for stuff. You know, she knew what her turnover was, so she knew what she brought in. But she hadn't factored in the petrol, the time, the equipment, the room height, all of this stuff. And it just wasn't going to be a profitable business. Now, we could have made it a profitable business. We could have made lots of changes to it. But as a result of us talking it, talking it through and working together, she actually got a gig in a, in a, in a school and doing what she was doing and then they ended up offering her a job so it's amazing so everybody was happy and it was really super but it was a, it was really interesting to work with someone who made the conscious decision to do something different and I think that's really really brave and really commendable and that you know that could happen for for all of us okay we get to the point where we decide you know what this I want to do something different now and there's never any shame in that but it's only she was only able to do that as a positive thing and a conscious thing because she'd been through this exercise because she knew what her numbers were and if she hadn't have done that she might have still ended up getting a job even the same job but it would have been done in a different state of mind it would have been done in a oh, I can't make my business work I'm going to get a job you know that sort of defeatist negative way but because she did know her numbers and she did know where the business was going and she did know what she made and what it cost her and all of that she was able to say do you know what this is not right for me I'm going to choose the other option brilliant but can you see how 
these numbers are kind of everything. And I do think that that makes them pretty sexy because they they are the they are absolutely the kind of basis, the foundations for a really successful business. And if I asked you, what's your profit margin? I'm sure that a high proportion of you couldn't tell me. And that's exactly what I can help you with. And I would love to be able to help you with that. And I think that just getting to grips with that alone will change your business forever. And certainly your mindset and make you a more confident business owner. So what I suggest to you is have a go at this, but also book in for a 30-minute mini strategy session with me. Book in for a 30-minute mini strategy session with me and we'll go through it all. So you can bring what what you know and also what you don't know, (laughs) uh, questions that you've got. And I can help you get clarity on this. Absolutely get so you feel confident and so that you know these numbers and so that I can say to you, what's your profit margin? You can say, boom, 30%, but I want it to be 80% or wherever you are. And then that's something that, you know, longer term we could look at or whatever. But the 30-minute strategy session with me is absolutely something that will push you forward and give you this confidence, give you this clarity, give you this focus and give you this direction for what you need to work on. Because without the clarity and direction, you could be working really, really hard kind of on the wrong thing. And I hate that because it's just such a waste of time. And, you know, time's precious and energy is limited, particularly when you start, when you're over 40, you start to get a bit older. And that all needs to be protected, right? That's the reason that you're in business, I'm in business, is to be able to have this flexible and fluid life. And I want to help you protect that. So I'm putting a link in the show notes. There's a link in the show notes to book yourself a 30-minute strategy session. Oh, that word, strategy. Can't, I just can't say it properly. 30-minute strategy session with me by Zoom, date and time of your choice. I'll put that in the notes, but it, I promise you it will, make, it will make an enormous difference to you and to your business. And that's what I really care about. That's my mission in life is to make you a better business owner. Fantastic. So go get your calculator out. Go look at your spreadsheets and your finance software or, you know, the receipts in a bag, however you do it. And yeah, book yourself in with a session and I will speak to you next week. See you soon. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.